gentlemen, for another episode of Under the Influence. Under the Influence, installment number 73. 73. Yeah, we back at it. How you doing, brother? I'm all right. How about yourself? I can't complain. Sure, nobody listening. <laughs> nobody good way to look at it. Listening. But it's all good, though. No, no, no real complaints. I feel you. <laughs> what is that? That's so wine. <laughs> Uh-oh. Cabernet something. I don't know. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of them food wines. You gotta have yeah. some food with that. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Get steak or something. That's what I, <laughs> You know the last time when I had it, it was at a steak. Steak out? Yeah. yeah. I had a tomahawk and I had a bottle of this shit. See? And it was hitting there. Yeah, pear's nice. <laughs> I guess it don't pair right with the But you know, it's like any other liquor. <laughs> After a few drinks, you know. It gets good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no worries. It'll all work out in the long run. <laughs> Looks like prune juice to me. So that's what it looks like. I just hope it don't have them effects. Oh, yeah. yeah that'll be ugly. Yeah. Oh, goldie. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. I guess we kick it off. I got one RIP. You got one? No, I don't have any RIPs. At least I didn't see any. I mean, mine goes to that old funny gay comedian white man, uh, Leslie Jordan. Remember him? Real funny old white dude. Yeah, on all the shows and shit, all the sitcoms and shit. I don't remember him like that. Hilarious, man. He's he's, he's funny, so. But he, uh, 67, man. He, um... Apparently had some type of health issue while driving oh. and ran his BMW into a building. And oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, rest in peace to him. He's a Jordan, man, real funny dude. Shit. He was, um. See, I thought you were going to say Leslie Nielsen. No, 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 no. I thought, and he already did. I think so. Okay. He was, uh, he has roles in Will and Grace, Hearts on Fire, The Cool Kids, Call Me Cat. Mary's most recently on the American Horror Stories. Huh. Uh, and he's, he became like a real big deal uh, over the pandemic because he's hilarious and he started doing TikToks. Oh, okay. But he was already like famous. Already been doing famous, his thing yeah. for years. So my mom used to watch Will and Grace. That's where I initially remember him from. I don't remember. So, yeah, man. I really didn't watch that show either. So, man, shout out to Rest in peace, Leslie. Yeah, rest in peace. Yes, yeah, that's a hard way. That's a tough way to go. Yeah, shit, hell yeah. Any type of accident, man. You want to? Uh, think we'll kick this thing off. Shit, ain't tripping. All right, well, I got some. Um, <laughs> mine's is like mostly unprovoked shit. Okay. It says, uh, "Call it cutthroat." <laughs> man approaches two strangers and cuts their throats. What the fuck? With a knife. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, a man cut the throat of two strangers in an unprovoked attack. That a popular. I got the first one. Huh? I understand the first one. <laughs> How do you get the second guy? I don't know. All right. They said they was uh they were sitting at a, a popular dining and entertainment district in Kentucky. Oh, I was happening in Louisville. Okay. It says uh it happened on midnight on Tuesday, uh, the twenty fifth. So not even that long ago. Uh, Damn. 
Yeah, on a, on Fourth Street Live in downtown Louisville. Mm-hmm. Says Sean Copes, thirty seven, is accused of initially of causing serious physical injury to two victims during the unprovoked attack. The victims were approached from behind by Copes, who cut their throats. Jesus Christ! But both victims were hospitalized. One of the victims had been released from the hospital as of Tuesday morning, while the other remained in critical condition. Uh, that he, must have been the first one. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested about 7.45 a.m. Tuesday, about three miles from the uh, 4th Street Live area. Uh, they said he was coming down off of a stimulant high during the stabbings. So he must have been on some spices and some shit. Yeah, he was on some bullshit. He's charged with two counts of first-degree assault and one count of attempted murder. He must have some good fecals not to make him that one of them. Uh, no. I didn't really read into it. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen that they got stabbed and they was all right, so I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. Yeah, damn. But yeah, that's yeah, that's how they had on him. Oh, my bad. Um, uh, let's see. Here it is. Is he charged with first degree murder? I mean, first degree assault on one count and attempted murder. Uh, scheduled to be arraigned Wednesday, so that that was this morning. He was arraigned. Put him under jail. He wasn't that good, man. Like you didn't kill him. I'm not. I'm not. Pro- you know. I'm not yeah, promoting him. I know what you're saying. He just wasn't that great. And you got two people. Yeah. I could see the second one still being alive, but man, you didn't. Somebody didn't. They hired you to do that shit. That's what it sounds like. Who's just gonna run up on somebody sitting outside? Well, you know, people be doing that shit. We yeah, do I know. Shitty attacks and the- yeah. The random from the subway. We do we the random attack podcast. Sometimes they could be. Kanye West played a nice game and fucked around and found out. <laughs> That's what this is called. Yeah. FAFO. F A A F O. Fucked around and found out. That nigga, all that shit, man. That nigga. I don't know what his intentions are, man, but he has burnt the house to the ground. And if his intention was to get out of the Adidas deal, like everybody's saying, that's cool. But where is he planning on going now? Because this is the thing about business, right, bro? This He should just disappear. This is the thing about business. If you run off on the plug, right, Mm-hmm. And you gain a reputation for running off on the plug. You ain't gonna get no more plugs. So this nigga has gained a reputation for blowing up the scene. Because <laughs> he just did the shit with Gap. You mad about what the Gap blew up the whole shit. Now he's mad. He was mad with Nike. Blew up the whole shit. Ended up with Adidas. Now he's mad with Adidas. Blew up the whole shit. He done blew up shit. So this nigga got a reputation of just blowing shit up. At some point in time, my nigga... Businesses, even though you can be a small time, a small promote a, a boost to their business, right. or even a long boost to their business, a large boost to their business, but if it's only going to be for a short period of time, my nigga, I'm really not willing to gamble on you. Nah. Adidas said they better take a goddamn two hundred fifty million dollar hit in this in this quarter when they for, for seven ties with him because of the shit. I, but I mean, sometimes nigga, you got to. What, you want to hold on to him and keep the bad reputation? That's what I'm saying. You got to... See, all money ain't good money sometimes. And he's fucking it up. This nigga showed up unannounced to Skechers today. 
<laughs> they kicked that nigga out. <laughs> so you're talking about y'all got room for me at Skechers. Try to get some uh, Haley Yeezys. The <laughs> this, remember that stem player we talked about? He had with all the the yeah yeah, and he and you know he uh, Donda Two came out and he only released it on the stem player. Oh wow! And the stem player, you know, it's just real good. But the stem player, the stem company, officially cut ties with him and removed all of his music from their platforms. And that's the only platform his music is, is, is on. That was on. The Donda Two was on. Okay. Uh, his new newest lawyers dropped him. He was dropped by CAA, which is a his talent agency, prominent Hollywood talent agency. Yeah. He was dropped by them. Balenciaga cut ties. And Wintour cut ties, which is some fashion shit. Okay. And he's banned from Instagram or Twitter. Huh. And Adidas cut ties. Shit. Well, I guess he got presidential status, didn't he? What you mean? Because what, Trump, he got cut from more shit than Trump did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this nigga's <laughs> nigga on it. And the crazy part is, I listened to some of the shit he was saying, mm. and I agree with some of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But he just said so much bullshit. And it's done kinda, so much bullshit. He, him and, um, I put him in, I, t- I think I said this last time, I put him in Charleston White in the same Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Both. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck if I agree with what you said. You said so much other shit that I wholeheartedly disagree with. True that. That fuck your little points. <laughs> it does, uh, take away the validation. Yeah, it takes away because you might, you say some fire shit, you be like, oh, okay. And, you and then here comes some bullshit. You're like, Pfft. Nigga, shut up. You see, your boy tried to, uh, I forgot who you we were arguing with. He tried to uh, stun him, Charleston White. It was, uh, it was a rapper in, uh, I think they were either in Texas or Atlanta. Okay. And he's coming out, and a dude walked up to him, tall, skinny black dude. And he was like, so what was all that shit you were talking, man? You know what I'm saying? We could fight right here. And Charleston White pulled out this big-ass stun gun. <laughs> it was a cattle pride-looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> somebody gonna bust him over his head. Man. I mean, he wasn't by himself either, but yeah, somebody gonna bust over his head, man. Yeah, it's only so much running around talking shit you can do before that shit catch up with you, man. Especially when you're talking about real people. Yeah, because I mean, you know, one thing about this motherfucking marvelous internet, I mean, we own it, so yeah. I, like, I can't act like I don't appreciate it. But it kind of takes the severity of the word of the shit you say away. Cause you're just sitting here saying it to a fucking camera. You're not yeah, saying not, it to a person. There you go. But then you move it around in the real, real world. I forgot you said that. I forgot you said this goofy shit. I, know, I mean, shit. That's weird. I mean, I know. I feel like, like if this motherfucker took off, I, I'd have to watch my back with anybody that was British. Eve's album, he'd be after your ass. He'd be running down on, what was that bloke? What'd you say? Because <laughs> you know he'd be coming here. So. Yeah, I know he do. <laughs> I don't know what type of ties he has to Indianapolis, but he has them, so. Yeah, he do be here a lot. He do be here a lot. <laughs> like I said, I was in the club with him. Not at the cast, but. <laughs> he got some cheeks here. <laughs> they, they, I didn't know the nigga was in there until they announced it. Like, hey, his album's in here. I'm like, oh, that is that nigga. Okay. Man, a lot of motherfuckers be having ties to this bitch, man. Man, it's tra- that's crazy, man. It's well, you know, it's like a real crossroad. It is. And then 
when that motherfucker was open, man, a lot of motherfuckers was running, ended up here and shit because of the post. That military base was a big yeah, deal. That was, yeah. That's, well, how I, that's how I got here. Yeah. I had an uncle that worked there. And, yeah, he worked there for a minute. Yeah, my daddy retired from that motherfucker. That's how he ended up in Denver. I was watching uh, Tank. Got a, the R&B singer Tank. Mm-hmm. He got a podcast. Same as this guy, uh, Jay, Jay, Jay something. Okay. Called uh, a R&B honey podcast. That's a good podcast. But uh, they, they usually be interviewed. But they had Babyface on there. Yeah. So they got to talk about Indianapolis. Babyface was talking about, you know, being here and telling the story of him, you know, the groups he was in and, Got to die. Been the same group of school, and, and dude was like, "Uh, was like, what school did you go to?" One of the hosts was like, "What school did you go to?" Back for this, like, went to North Central, mm-hmm. and dude was like, "Man, because we uh, he was like, my big brothers and them went to Arlington, mm-hmm. and their friends looked at him like, huh? He was like, yeah, I don't know how, man, but we and my family ended up in Indianapolis for a few years, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he was like." He was talking about uh, baby was talking about like getting booed by. They went to, you know, a pretty good singing group in North Central, but they went to do like homecoming at Tech. Yeah, and they got booed by niggas. Of course, and they, and they was like, damn, why? It was like, man, baby was like, man, we wasn't hitting them songs right. He was like, man, to keep it one hundred with you, we wasn't black enough. Like mm. we were black, we were singing the song, but yeah, we wasn't. Was, yeah, yeah, wasn't from the hood. We wasn't hitting them, and and Tank was like, huh. And the other dude, Jay Valentine, that's his name, Jay Valentine was like, look, man, I live there. He said, one thing about Indianapolis, he said, Indianapolis is different. He said, when it's black, nigga, it's black. Yeah. He said, there ain't no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there ain't no real in-between, man. You got a few motherfuckers that sprinkled out here. He said, but man, he, he said, the hood looking dumb niggas like, what? Nigga, <laughs> like, you know what That's true. Yeah, I'd be cracking up. I said, it's funny as hell, let's do a podcast, let's some niggas talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You know how it go. But yeah, that uh but yeah, Kanye fucked around and found out, man. <laughs> Forbes issued some shit talking about how much money he lost out of the situation. Because huh. I've been saying, you know, I, it, it, he, he run around this movie talking about he's the richest black man in history. There ain't no real corroboration. Nope. The, the the every time we see and I mean I'm I'm gonna say I I wish him nothing but the best. I just want him to go the fuck away. Yeah. Go sit down somewhere. Just go away, bro. Go do some just just do production and just shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. Don't just shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up twice. <laughs> shut the fuck up five times. Shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of that nigga, man. <laughs> yeah, damn, I'm sick of him. My whole fucking timeline, all the shit that I listen to on a weekly basis, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck this nigga, man. I ain't even really been on there like that. <laughs> All my pods that I listen to, everybody talking yeah, about this that's nigga. True. That is true. I'm falling victim to it right now. I mean, I understand it's big news, but fuck. <laughs> fuck that nigga, man. I got some more unprovoked shit. Come on with it. <laughs> this is the grocery stabber. So what? Grocery stabber. Okay. It says, customer stabbed while checking out at HEB, an unprovoked attack in Texas. So HEB is kind of like their own, uh, I want to say Kroger. Like a GFS? or Nah, bigger than that. That's how I said like a Kroger. 
Because I've only seen it down there. It's, okay, it's kind of like a... Like Publix is in Atlanta. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like it's on Costco's. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. So, it says, uh, a man was stabbed and slashed as he was checking out at an HEB grocery store. Uh, the stabbing occurred around 1.40 on Sunday, October 23rd, San Antonio, where 30-year-old victim where the 30 year old victim was completing his purchase at a self-checkout kiosk. It says the male suspect, whose description was not given, sprinted out of the store after the incident. Uh, the victim said the attack was completely unprovoked, unwarranted, and executed by an unknown party. Jesus Christ. And he was taken to the hospital where he was listed in stable condition with non-life-threatening injuries, but he had various lacerations. The officer said the suspect fled from HEB with the unknown cutting instrument. So I didn't even know what he was cut with. He said something short. Yeah, he's not been caught as of Monday, so he's he's been on the run. Yeah, you got the unprovoked unprovoked podcast tonight. (laughs) I got a a feel-good weird story. All right. Kentucky man ends up getting casted in CSI after posing as a dead body on TikTok for 321 days. All right, go ahead. I'm not even going to ask no questions. For 321 days, Josh Naley posed as a dead man on TikTok in pursuit of being cast as an unalive, pursuit of being cast as an unalive role. He wanted to be a cadaver? That's what he wanted to be. He says that after... (laughs) After 200 days, someone from CSI Vegas reached out to him, and he's on the show. He's going to be on the show now. But my man, literally just like every day, day 261, just a dead body somewhere. This is a hell of a, hell of a way to pursue your dreams and a hell of a weird dream to have, man. Got I'm it. glad you got it. He got it. I need to do some shit like that. I was just thinking about that. Glad you figured it out, man. Damn, he biz too. Okay, did like uh, and a white man can't jump. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With the, the fake, <laughs> the fake blood, the bed, everything. Hey, there yeah. was just a bed sitting out in my neighborhood just the other day. I got a, a, a old <laughs> twin side there on the side of my house, and and it's fall too, so the leaves would be out there and everything. Oh man, I got an old twin side there. <laughs> my daughter's old mattress. I bought her new mattress. And I ain't had time to take the old one to the dumpster yet. It's sitting on the side of the house. We could be on CSI. <laughs> Shit. I wonder how much you're going to make as a cadaver. I don't know. This nigga said it was his little dream. So. <laughs> Glad he accomplished his shit. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Um, we need to find... Uh, what's her called ex wife and see if she give us some goddamn money. Who? Jeff Bezos. What, what, what's she? What, what, what's she doing with money? He's giving it away. Mackenzie Scott just gave away eighty four point five million dollars to the Girl Scouts of the United USA, the largest donation organization has ever received from an individual. She did that for crap. In the last three years, she has given away twelve billion dollars. Damn. Charity. Oh, she getting that back. There's only so much you can write off in taxes. Uh, hey. 
She just got more money than she fucking know what to do with, nigga. She yeah, just, she, yeah, she needs to swing it this way. That's what I said. We need to find her. Shout it, swing my she way. Goddamn, I work for food. <laughs> for real, for real, <laughs> for real. You stupid. I got this one. Work for food. I got this one called Safe Foot. Okay. It says a uh, bungling burglar caught on camera dropping safe on foot while stealing from a Buckhead restaurant. He did what now? He dropped a safe on his foot mm. while he was stealing from a restaurant. Fuck he did. So this is in Atlanta, of course. A masked man who broke into a Buckhead restaurant on Tuesday <coughs> underestimated the weight of a safe he had stolen and dropped it in the rear of parking lot. <laughs> oh! <laughs> You had to see that. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> safe on the foot. Uh, yeah, he uh, under- underestimated the weight of a safe one he had stolen and dropped dropped it in the rear parking lot. Security video shows him limping around. Said somebody saying this says, uh, "Looks like he hurt himself getting out of the building with the safe. Looks like he dropped it on his foot." This is the Buttermilk Kitchen owner, Suzanne Visitan. He broke that shit. He broke that foot. Uh, yeah, uh, she says uh, the burglar used rocks to break the glass side entry door. And uh, the video shows him scurrying through the restaurant. He took out the cash register and smashed it on the floor. Uh, he went through the kitchen. He used a waffle iron and smashed the windows of the door leading into the office. Jesus Christ. And that's where he grabbed the safe. Uh, the restaurant owner doesn't know how the burglar knew there was a safe, there was a, where the safe was located, or if he had visited the restaurant earlier. I think he got lucky. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. Sound like he was rummaging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to say if he had inside knowledge. There's no, there's so many people who come through the doors every day who could have been a customer. I mean, who knows? That's what the owner says. And it says, a getaway driver helped the burglar load the stolen safe into the car. Because they left the parking lot and headed south on Roswell Road. The owner says that these made off with 2800 in cash stored and safe. Oh, she doubts they would be able to crack it. <laughs> uh, she also says thanks. she's thankful for all the community support they received. It says, first and foremost, no one was hurt. Luckily, we, we, we have an amazing community behind us. We will get through it. Okay, then. They're going to get in that safe. Oh, yeah, they already got into it. It sounds like it sounds like the script from a uh, barbershop. That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> they took the ATM. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. When I got to read it, I was like Anthony Anderson. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> they took the goddamn ATM. That's exactly what it motherfucker sounds like. Um, I just told y'all a thousand times to stop going to the DR and getting your body done. Oh, shit. What happened now? I don't have no name because this is one of those situations where she said her friend is the one. But a woman says her friend went to the Dominican Republic for a $3,500 Brazilian butt lift. And when they ended up getting their kidney stolen. You paid to get your kidney stolen. She was getting the deal of her life. They took that girl kidney. 
Put her on ice in the bathtub, huh? Ah, hey. You know, you know, you gotta love yourself, you know, because you end up losing the organ trying Listen. to get a cement mixer booty. So this is my thing. I just, I was just talking to because one of my homegirls that um at the gym that I talk to from time to time, well, all the time at the fucking gym. She was gonna go get her body done, and she opted out of it and went and got the um the lap in the stomach. Okay, okay. She got the sleeve. Makes sense. Okay. And she said one of the reasons that she did is because she was scared because all yeah. this has been going on. But this is my thing, right? Because I'm I'm never against uh, cosmetic surgery and shit, right? All right? We all got issues that we might have with ourselves, and if they can be tidied up real quick, have at it. But you gonna leave the country to do it? Listen, that's what I'm getting at. When it comes to shit like that, this is not the time to bargain shop. Nah. Hell no. Nah. There is a time to bargain shop. And, but, and this is the thing. The same motherfuckers that want to go spend 3500 $3, to get their ass done will go to Balenciaga and buy them big stupid-ass shoes. For 3500 Yeah. This is your goddamn body. If you don't go to... Mm. Like, I don't... Not an advertising for the nigga, but Dr. Miami. Yeah. Uh... I follow a nigga on Instagram, right? He kind of youngish. Yeah. Okay, I know you And this about. nigga gets people together. His yeah. office is fire. It's all insured. It's top tier. Because he does, uh, not to cut y'all, he does reaction videos and shit. Yeah. So botched shit, right? Yeah. Okay. It's expensive. Yeah, it's, but it's your body. It's your fucking body. It's, it's your upgrade. It's, it's your... all about what you want to put into it. Oh, man. Now, if it's my body, I'm going to put the best of the best into that's it. If, I, if that's what I want to do. I'm not about to go across country or even overseas yeah. and have somebody fuck with me. That's, that's what I'm saying. You want your, you want your goddamn, you want your, your, your titties done? Don't go to the DR and get the $2,500 bullshit job. So go down there and get that 10 grander. So what can she do about that? <clears throat> can they, she? Yeah. Nothing. Because they're not even a part of the U.S. I mean, she could try and make her case to whatever government down there. Right. But they see this I mean, shit all day long. Everything. I'm saying it, she part of the black market circuit so would she even even get anywhere would she get herself into more trouble? Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, oh. Like a, like you gotta, you gotta see. come back fucked up. Hey, somebody got better. My homegirl went down there and, 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 got, and got killed. Hmm. I don't go that group two hours down, a few hours down. Damn. Career. She went down there a couple months back. We talked about it on here. I don't know she right. Okay. She went down there and got killed. That shit's crazy. Because the, the, the reason they're going down there is because it's cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper. And it's because they don't follow the, 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 the same guidelines. And the, But the thing is, the guidelines are in place for your health here. Down there, it's a free fall. Yeah, I'm true. I'm cool too. I'm cool on anybody going to get that shit. Like, if ain't nothing wrong with you, I don't understand. If you had a you accident, you maimed, you. I ain't even tripping, but I, I know how. I, you know, I spent a lot of time in the gym, and I know my folks got quirks with themselves. If I you want to go, if your titties don't sit up like they used to, and you want to get them perked up, or they ain't big enough, so you have a hard time finding clothes to wear, or you look. 
there's shit that people don't like about themselves. I get it. You want to clean up a little weight on you can't, especially like with women, they're, it's harder for them to lose weight than it is for us, especially right. the older they get. So you got a little part of your midsection that you don't like and you want to go get yeah. the light bulb out and all that. Go ahead. Do your thing. Don't go overboard, but please. I'm going to go get them pecs like uh, Funk Master Flex. Yeah, he, he got them and the, the one nigga Bando killed when got his abs done. But don't do that. But um, <laughs> but not for real. If you nah, gonna, I know what you mean. If you're gonna do some shit like that, bro, just not. Nah, I'm not talking to you. No, nah, I know you're trying to. Yeah, deal. if you're gonna do some shit like that, just make sure you. Yeah, that was terrible. Make sure you uh, <laughs> make sure you look at the best. You know what I'm saying? The best options and shit, bro. Like we'll we'll care about so much. Bullshit, materialistic shit that nothing's gonna spend money on, and then go do some bullshit like that to your body. Shit, yeah. Motherfuckers that have cars with wheels on them, twenty, however many thousand dollar Birkin bags and big stupid ass paper towel looking Balenciaga shoes. Thirty five hundred dollars in your body. Yeah. Instead of the ten, fifteen that it would have cost it. That thirty five hundred dollars, you could you could have put that down on the circuit. That shit. I wonder about it like that. I mean, or just slow your roll and stack your money until you get there. That's like you want to buy in the luxury car. That's all. The, that's all the anxiety and, and the, the mental stress that people have on it too. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like. I got some insecurities, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, me personally, I just don't give a fuck. I just don't give a fuck. I think you gonna like me or you not. Mm-hmm. That's how it's always gonna be, shit. And like I work out and shit like that, but that ain't never been for no more for nobody else. Now, that's for personal, yeah, personal games. I ain't yeah. never been like, oh, the hose is gonna be on me. The hose is on me. And then they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, she won't, yeah, yeah. Wait till these hoes get a load of this. <laughs> I feel that though, man. But yeah, you gotta love yourself, man. You gotta love yourself. You have to love yourself. If you ain't gonna love yourself, you can't love nobody else. Now I think that that one of them motherfuckers be going like crazy with the surgery. Mm. That's just them like not loving themselves at all. Or you can love yourself and still want to fix a few things. Right, but them motherfuckers be. Or some people get addicted to it. They want they want to constantly be under the knife. That's crazy. You seen that? Uh, not Barbie, but the Ken dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Listen, bro. As a and nigga, he spent money. Nigga that's had a few <laughs> surgeries. <laughs> Recovering from surgeries is not fun, bro. Uh, I don't see how anybody be. can ever want to be under the knife. Uh. And the older you get, the, the more worse it's just yeah. the more taxing it is on your fucking body. You're trying to heal yourself. Yeah, trying to yeah, trying to heal yourself. And ain't like when yeah. like I said the story earlier, when I was like when I was around twenty five is when I got shot and shit all the time. I went to the hospital in three days. Ten years later, so three, four years ago. I had this stomach surgery to yeah. recorrect some shit from that shooting. Bro, it took me, I was I was in the hospital for a week. It took me uh. damn near a year to even like be kind of back to normal. Shit. So, and, and and bro, this shit, it just wasn't the same. Nigga, that decade, bro, you, you motherfuckers can think that getting older don't mean like do, do nothing to you. It old, does. 40's the new 30. Nigga, what the fuck ever? Shit. 30's the new 20. No, the fuck is not. <laughs> My thirty-five, my thirty-five-year-old body did not react the same <laughs> way my twenty-five-year-old body did to the almost the same exact surgery. And the one when I was twenty-five was harsher. I understand. Yeah, I had way lung, harsher. I had lungs collapsed and 
nigga, I planned the surgery at 35. I went in there at a scheduled time and right. get nigga and my nigga. I was on a five-pound weight restriction for a year. I couldn't even pick my kids up. You know, slothing around this motherfucker looking all crazy. You yeah. gotta get it back together. Yeah, fuck that shit. Dude. I wouldn't dare go under a knife for the fuck of it. Uh-uh. Fuck that. You taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> See that one. All right. Indianapolis man sentenced to five years in prison for making Glock switches. Oh. You know, make turn them into yeah. automatics. He was he was a genius though. He was 3D printing them. Okay. Which only took him 20 minutes to make each switch and turn the Glock into a machine gun, essentially. The white king has been sentenced to five years in prison for multiple gun cases, including possession of Glock switches and a 3D printed and a 3D printed gun. Nigga made his own gun, his own gun. That nigga was working, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. King was convicted of multiple counts of possession of a machine gun and enhanced felony charges. So what's been on here, felony? Uh, that's why you making guns and switches. That nigga had a nigga had a good little thing going, man. Somebody, to told, somebody on told on him. Somebody had to tell on him. Definitely told him. Yeah, he, uh... I wonder where he kept the shop at. Yeah, I know, right? That nigga was... Crazy. That's crazy, That nigga had the 3D printer going crazy. The nigga managed to make Shit. a gun. And, um, what was it? They were doing a gun buyback. Didn't we yeah. talk about that? Yeah, we talked about the gun buyback. Yeah, the dude was bringing all them uh, 3D printed guns and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling him. Nigga hit a lick. Hell yeah, yeah. So we'll keep making some money real quick. <laughs> Print them up, take them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. That's pretty cool, but you got five years for that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, somebody told on Yeah, somebody definitely told on but man. Sorry for his... Sorry for, for that happening to him, but he was on They, uh... San Diego ER is seeing up to 37 marijuana cases every day. 37 marijuana cases? There was people that can't handle it? Psychosis. Yep. Legal marijuana has been transformed into a potent and unrecognizable product, they say. Huh? They putting shit on that shit. Is it from dispensaries or is this from street? There know. could be a big difference. Say dispensaries. Okay. Because you know the motherfuckers on um, the locals, they say they'd rather get it from people they know than go to yeah. the dispensary. And I get that. Me too. You know, but uh, it's like the dispensary is trying to keep up with the locals. And they're doing extra shit to that shit. And then you get the travelers that come and get that shit. <laughs> and they like, God damn. <laughs> That's pretty cool, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got another 
He's running off these currents, man. So How you go ahead and move to the uh, a Virginia woman has been charged with murder. Oh shit! After her four-year-old son ate a large amount of THC gummies. Damn. There's psychosis right there. Goofy ass left that shit in. You got to be legal or not, you got to be responsible for that shit. He ate the gummies. Ain't no way in hell that a kid is gonna. All he sees is gummies. Yeah. He said, got that type The of red shit. ones taste like cherries. Yeah. <laughs> shit. If you got that type of shit, bro, you in your house, like for your recreational use, you gotta put it up. You gotta put that shit up. But, uh,. Investigator said 30 year old Dorothy Clements' son had a medical emergency at their home and died at the hospital two days later after eating the gummies. The detective said doctors told them there was a there were high levels of THC in the system. Damn. Go up there, John. The attending doctor at the hospital said if someone intervened intervened shortly after the boy ate them. His death could have been prevented. Yeah. Clement says she thought she had bought harmless CBD gummies from the store. Clement said she had no idea the gummies she bought actually contained THC. But still, why would you have CBD gummies around your kid? Right. It's a fucking four-year-old. They don't know no better. Yeah, she's been charged with murder. I was going to make her a fecal, but I don't think... Nah, she didn't do that intentionally. Losing your kid and ain't going to jail. That don't, yeah. that don't make you fecal. Like I said, she, didn't, she a, didn't do it intentionally. You know, the kid did what a kid would naturally do. Yeah, That's why I always say put your pills up. Put, put your, your pills up. But yeah, yeah it's a bunch of shit. You got, to, you got to keep that shit away from children. Hell yeah, because some pills look like candy. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. Like, especially, uh, I was a kid that liked Smarties. They look mm-hmm. like pills. You know what I mean? So, funny story, uh, when I was a kid, I had an older sister. She was like a lot older than me. She was uh, like 20 years old, in her 50s. So she was babysitting me. I was three, four years old. And uh, I got a hold of the Flintstone buttons. Oh. And from the corner of my mom, I broke the top off with a toy hammer mm. and ate all the vitamins, mm. the whole bottle. This kid start start changing colors. They had to take me to get my soda pump. Oh. oh. They had to take me and have me drink that tar shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So kids do shit like that, man. Yeah, so they will. Be, they will do shit, man. Yeah, you got to be cautious with shit. You know, my kids, I'm glad my kids is all bigger now. When they was little, man, I was so worried about every fucking thing around. Shit, you got to be. Exactly. I used to put my little stash somewhere high where I knew he couldn't get to at all yeah. with a chair with nothing. Or even so I hide it in plain sight or something that he's totally not interested in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It a shoe polish bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But ah, I you know that's that's type of responsibility I'll take. I don't know about anybody else. But yeah, that's the responsibility you need if you're gonna have uh, Recreational shit around. That's true. Mm. That's sad though. You gotta be worried about these goddamn kids and they bad and they nosy. Rest in peace, that little. Rest in peace. Uh, 
That's all my girl. All right. You got any more? Nah, I'm down to Florida man's. Shit, it's Florida man time. Yes, it is. Episode 73 editions, Florida man. Yep. We got kitten toss. Kitten toss? Mm hmm. Florida couple charged after being filmed throwing a kitten into the ocean like a toy. Oh my God. There's a couple is facing charges after they were filmed on the beach torturing the small kitten and throwing the animal around in the water like a frisbee. Why are they doing that to a kitten? I have no idea. Uh, the couple was swimming and throwing the small kitten back and forth into the water. A woman on the beach watched the incident and tried to intervene. When she asked them to stop, they told her to mind her own business and said that they would stop if the Good Samaritan gave them $1,000. What the hell? So they said the beach goer called the beach security and later the police. The police uh, approached the couple and asked them to leave for breaking the no animals on the beach rule. I've never heard of that. When I was on the beach, I seen plenty of animals. Uh, the suspects reportedly resisted arrest and threatened to bite officers. The horrifying footage shows shit. <laughs> shows the couple tossing around a frightened kitten, but thankfully the kitten survived. Uh, both suspects were released on bond, and the man was charged with two felony counts of battery and attempted battery on a police officer and resisting arrest, while the woman was charged with two misdemeanors resisting arrest and animal cruelty. But they didn't put animal cruelty on the dude. Okay. Uh, the kitten was taken to a local animal services facility where they where they stayed for two Okay, where it stayed for two days before being adopted. Adopted for somebody. Yeah, but it says they for some reason, I don't understand. Uh the woman who intervened in the incident is the one who adopted the cat. Okay. She was probably the the lady was probably the one that was actually in possession of the kid when the police got there. Okay. That's probably why they gave her that. So you top started frisbee. Probably. <laughs> probably. My uh my first Florida man, man, I don't have a name for it because it's a minor. Uh a student at a Florida middle school reportedly stole ten thousand dollars from his grandparents. Yeah. And that. passed it out to other students. The school is asking the students to give the money back. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> a good friend, boy. How old was it, Joe? Um, here we go. Oh, my bad. I just said it already. A middle schooler, uh, a 14-year-old middle school student is being accused of stealing more than $10,000 from her grandparents and passing it out to other students. According to the rest report, Mary Kelly Debbie's responded to Lake Weir Middle School. After receiving reports that a student was handing out significant amounts of money to other children, huh. investigators were able to determine that the girl had broken into her grandparents' homes and home safe and stole approximately thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. The woman's life savings. Damn, thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. She only took ten thousand to school, huh? No, this is just said more than ten thousand. Oh, she gave away more than ten thousand. So oh, that's the approximate amount. School officials sent out messages to the parents, informing them that the of the incident and that we're working. If you speak with your children, if they have received money from a student, please return it. Blah, 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 blah. The officials say so far they have recovered and returned seven hundred dollars. Yeah, that's it. Of the money, that's all you get. 
No word on why the, why the child decided to steal the savings from the grandma and give it away at the time. Hey, clout. She should have TikTok that shit. Clout. Probably did. Think about it. If you were one of them students that she gave about a thousand to, you couldn't wait to get home. You couldn't wait to get oh, home. Yeah, I'm getting this PS5. Spit that money on the J's. <laughs> School bus drop me off at the mall. Hey, calling your mom already. Hey, hey, mama. Yeah. You want some Papa Do's tonight? Yeah, I'll take you out to Because I love you, mama. Yeah. That's been cool, but damn. You didn't make it home with that money. No. I told you to turn that shit back in, boy. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. I don't, I'm surprised they even got $700. Me too. Honestly. Oh, shit. I got a horrible one. Oh, shit. Go ahead. There's a Florida teacher. Uh, high school teacher accused of inappropriate behavior with Florida students. Oh, shit. And it's a brother. We just talked about this shit last week. Yeah. Nasty motherfucker. Beach, Florida. Uh, a South Florida teacher has been arrested after being accused of unacceptable criminal behavior with a student. Authorities say Lavelle Gordon, a teacher at Hollandale High, was arrested after being accused of having sex with a student inside his classroom. The student, Damn. who they named the student, student Kenaya Darville, confirmed reports of Gordon's inappropriate behavior to the news, telling news that he was having intercourse with a student. Oh, that's why they mentioned She's the witness. Mm-hmm. And multiple people said it in the school and were supposedly in his classroom. He was fucking wild. What other people was in the classroom? No, he in the classroom. But I think other, you know, other kids just okay. seen it as they, you know, says other students said that Hollandale High told the news they couldn't believe Gordon was arrested. Okay, whatever. A student only identified as Taisha says he was a good teacher. He taught real good. He was understanding. He was nice. It's not something you would expect from him. I was shocked when I heard. In court, attorneys claim the relationship between Gordon and the student lasted for some time, with one attorney decided, uh, testifying that, I understand the victim's age now, but according to the report, this just didn't start. They've been fucking. They've been messing around. So students at the school said the relationship lasted more than a year. Uh, Gordon has been, he's been a teacher at Hollandale High for two years and will be reassigned once he's released from jail. And pay seventy five thousand dollars bond. This nigga been, so this nigga been teaching school for two years. He got right to the school. Mm-hmm. Found the first little bro that he deemed attractive, and it was going. And he's been knocking off the goddamn teenager for a year and a half now. Yeah, I'm trying to see if they said his age. They don't seem to say his age. He probably younger. That's why I want to know, like, how old is he? Because he looked young. That'd be the problem, man. A lot of these stories that we. He's 30 tops. Yeah. A lot of these stories that we see, man, these motherfuckers be younger. Yeah. They don't be too far removed from being fucking students and shit they got themselves. That's what I was just thinking. But. Especially them, uh, them teachers' age. Yeah, but that so don't give. That don't give him no leeway. He's old enough to know that he shouldn't be messing with you. got them. to know better. You know what I mean? got to know better. Yeah, I told you about what happened with the uh, my old gym teacher mm-hmm. when I was going to Cecina. Gym teacher, uh, Mr. Hawkins. Well, 
I guess this happened in the 2010s era. He, uh, some, you know, little young chicks was coming on to him and shit, which didn't make, the only thing I can think that they had a class with anyone was health. Be, unless they changed things there at the school because you used to just have gym with boys and then gym with yeah. girls. And the, the girls had their own female gym, gym teacher. teacher. You see what I'm saying? So that's how I'm trying to figure out. But in health class, pass. but health class, you you know, intersex. It yeah. didn't matter. But um, they was coming on to him. Uh, somehow got his address. Went over to his house, kicked it with him. And he thought he was going to get in trouble behind that shit. You know what I'm saying? He didn't invite them. But like I said, they came over, kicked it with him or whatever. He didn't kick them out. And, uh, you know, word got around. And once he found out word got around, he uh, loaded his Montero up with gas cans and went down on, what is that? I think it's either Emerson or Sherman. And hit the train tracks and blew his shit up. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. He thought he was going to get in trouble behind that shit. And he went and killed himself. God damn. Yeah. And uh, I didn't believe it until I... Uh, because a little dude that told me, he was like, yeah, man, it's in the newspaper. I went and looked up the article, and sure enough, it's there. God damn. Um, and they was like, he wouldn't have even gotten in trouble for the shit because he didn't invite them. Yeah. They looked up his information and went, and, you know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, he felt that bad about it. Yeah. That, that's what he did. God damn. I was like, that's crazy. God damn, Jack. The rest of you see him. Oh, yeah, rest in peace, Mr. Hawkins. He's not fucking stupid. He's jogging with fucking stupid. Nah, he wasn't. But the rest of them, yeah. Uh, my Florida man goes, I don't even know his nigga name quite yet, but Florida man arrested after he allegedly stole a woman's wallet and then jumped into jumped into Tampa Bay to avoid being caught. He jumped in the waters? Dwayne Dean, 32, was accused of snatching a woman's wallet in a hotel parking lot around 8 a.m. Witnesses told the officer the man ran to Cypress Point Beach, which is where they caught up with him. <laughs> officer said he jumped into the water and began to swim away to avoid being captured. Tampa Bay PD said Dean made it about 200 feet into Tampa Bay before he surrendered. He faces charges of robbery by sudden snatching and resisting officers without violence. <laughs> He was also arrested on warrants of battery, uh, second or or second offense. Okay. Aggravated battery on a pregnant woman. What? And three probation violations. Grand theft, fleeing to elude the police at high speed, and possession of cocaine. Yeah. This nigga's a fuck up. He can watch too much GTA. Yeah, this nigga's GTA. This nigga jumped into the, this nigga jumped into the bay, nigga. I tell you what happened. I tell you what happened. He got out there. It realized there was no play thing. Not even no play thing. There's no other lands nowhere. So he was like, shit, where am I going to swim to? He fucked around and found out. Yeah, and got tired. And he's a fucking edgy. Sound like a nigga, too. So he's he, a nigga. He couldn't swim. Oh, he's a nigga. 32. <laughs> made 200 feet. 200 feet. That's like knee level still, right? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Because <laughs> we had to get... We had to get pretty far in the water for it to even come up to like stomach and chest, and that's like you looking back at the at the uh, at the beach and you like shit. I'm kind of far out here. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he had to be like knee level. <laughs> he got tired. Idiot. 
Now, yeah. water was cold. They just had them, uh, what, them uh, hurricanes down there and shit? Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> oh, shit, you got another one? Nah. I do. All right. Florida man accused of pouring bleach into his co-worker's drink after, into his co-worker's drink for being difficult to work with. Damn. Where'd he get the bleach? Jerome Ellis. Oh, shit. A dollar, dollar General employee. Oh, that's where he got the bleach. That's the worst bleach. <laughs> and the victim, and the victim reportedly got into an argument the day before. And the victim told the police he believed Ellis was holding a grudge against him. The man told deputies he placed a Pepsi he was drinking on the counter before going to the restroom. When he came back and took a drink from the can, it tasted like bleach. Uh-huh. When officers arrived at the store, video, video surveillance showed Ellis pouring bleach into the Pepsi while the victim was in the bathroom. He also reportedly wiped the can off, walked away, and came back to spit in the drink. <laughs> Ellis told officers that he put Damn. some. <laughs> Ellis, Jesus Christ. I didn't read that part. <laughs> Ellis told officers that he put some clean solution around the brim of the drink to get back at the victim for being difficult to work with. He was charged with poisoning food yeah. or water and tampering with evidence. This nigga put bleach in his shit and spit in it. He might as well put his dick in it and start it around. And start it around. <laughs> might as well. Yeah. Oh, might God. Jerome Ellis, man. That's why you don't leave nothing around motherfuckers like that either. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't trust nobody around my shit. Mm. Yeah. Nasty, nasty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that it for Florida, man? That's it for mine. Oh, that's right. No, nah, I'm going to get that nigga fecal. Okay. Give him an honorary fecal because he don't really like he don't like earn it, but he he need it. <laughs> All right, yeah. We are gonna take a break. <laughs> All right, we back, y'all. We back, we back, we back. Time to hit y'all with some melanated mag. Good positivity. I only got one. I got two, man. I, luckily, because the last few weeks I ain't been able to find shit. All right, I'll go first. Yes, sir. Hop in the middle. Then the first one goes to French Montana, man, the rapper. Okay, uh, he did. He I think stays out of trouble. I'll give it to him on that. He was just honored as an innovator by the uh, a foundation called Pencils of Promise. Okay. He was just honored as an innovator by Pencils of Promise for raising $226 million for African health care. Damn. All right. You know, he's a... He's Moroccan. Moroccan, yeah. Yeah, he just raised $226 million for African health care. Uh, honoring the Innovator Award at the, they had a gala for raising $226 million in health care and education. He said, so he said, health care and education is a fundamental, fundamental part of human rights and should be accessible across the globe. I'm grateful for P.O.P. Pencils of Promise for acknowledging my work in material health care in Africa. POP is doing groundbreaking work globally to keep kids in school and make
make sure they have safe environmental wine. That's what's up. So shout out to Fresh, man. Yeah, shout out to that. I'm saying 200. How much? 226 million. Jesus. For using his star power. And Hell yeah, that's good. Because you know, as big as he is here, man, he's probably a lot bigger over yeah. here for being, you know, a native. Yeah. That's like, like Akon. Yeah. Akon's a, a big deal here, but over in Senegal, he's like, he's like the everything. Man, especially with his uh, solar ships. Yeah, he's like everything. That nigga didn't, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm just glad you're doing something positive. I don't care if it's here or over there. Somewhere. Somewhere making a change. Uh, The motherfuckers that share the the melanated magnificence that we do. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, I got some some young ones. This uh, goes out to Mr. and Miss HBCU. Okay. It's uh, two Virginia State University students crowned Mr. and Miss HBCU. Uh, a pair of students at the illustrious Virginia State University have earned the title of Mr. and Ms. HBCU, and they hope to use their positions to call further attention to historically black colleges and universities throughout the country. Uh, it says, while Isaiah Matthews and Joy Watson, who previously crowned Mr. and Ms. at uh, VSU, competed in completely separate national pageants. These proud Trojans both wound up earning the titles of Miss H, Mr. HBCU and Miss H, and Miss National Black College alumni. Okay, I never heard of it, which is NBCA Hall of Fame, respectively. Uh, this coincidence is great news for VSU as it marks the first time the Ettrick Virginia Institution wins a national pageant title. Uh, Watson. The college's 94th Miss Virginia State University shared similar sentiments, noting we call ourselves the Trojans and it's just a school spirit that nowhere else has. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Shout out to Mr. and Mrs. HBCU. HBCU. My, uh, my other one goes, goes to Ice Cube. Uh... Ice Cube's Big Three, the basketball league, mm-hmm. makes history as being officially recognized as the first black-owned American sports league. Oh, for real? Yeah, completely. All right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he was doing it like that. Yeah. I know it got big over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's been, on Friday, it was been... It's been announced that it's being fully recognized as a black-owned and operated business by the U.S. Black Chambers of Business Incorporated. Okay. So that means, you know, it's completely official, completely owned by blacks. Yeah. Oh, you got a blue check. Yeah, you got a blue check. You got verified. That's what's up. So shout out to him, man. Shout out to him, which is, which is all right, especially since he says that, uh, ESPN, they were trying to, like, fuck him over. Oh, yeah? Yeah. By showing the shit, cause I never see the shit on TV, really. You see it more like... It was on for a while. Okay. And then, but they 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 kind of playing them like, which I'm going to understand, they playing them like a competition. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally, you are. Yeah. You, you're not in their, you're not in their ballpark. You're not in their business structure. Right. And even though... They're losing money, even not advertising, but showing yeah. the shit. Even, even though he... But you know, he started it 
it's just a league that came on when basketball wasn't on. Yeah, something for everybody to do. And that way, that was okay for a while, so they wasn't fucking with it. But you know now, the they got like the G League shit and a bunch of other shit going on, and uh, so they treating them like like competition and trying to like block them out. I understand but, that. Yeah. I mean, it's big, it's, it's big business. It's big business, man. Like he said, it's a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. And you know, they um, they kind of like try to hit you while you're small. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to get big enough to be able to like really... Do nothing to them. Yeah. Or they might as well understand that it's coming. Yeah. Everybody getting tired of y'all saying bullshit. Yeah. So shut up to you, man. That's disgusting. This guy's all up in his butt. And then he sniffed yeah, he it. smelled it. You yeah. see the video before that. We watch a ridiculous. It's playing in the background. <laughs> Buddy reached in his ass and stood there for a second, then pulled a whole blob of shit out and took it and threw it in the corner and walked up. I don't know. It must have been solid turds because he just reached in and just threw the motherfucker over there. Uh-huh. His, diet, his diet ain't good. Drunk. What's going on? I think she they're both about to pee. Yep, she's peeing too. Uh-huh. She dropped trout. Alright. Yeah. Is that it for Melanated? That's it for Melanated for me. You know what time it is. And weekly fecals. And fecals. I got two. I have three. Alright. I'll sandwich in between yours. I'll kick it off, man. Um, Arizona GOP candidate arrested for allegedly masturbating in a trunk near a preschool. Randy Kaufman was arrested on October 4th and suspended his campaign Tuesday following media reports of his arrest. Campaign. He's a he's, he's, he's running for, for what, some political thing in there. Oh, fuck. Uh, Get him up out of here. Kaufman is running for the governing board of the, for the governing board of Anukapole County Community College District. Okay. And was allegedly caught masturbating by the county's community college police. I fucked up, Kaufman told the officer. <laughs> yes, you fucked up. According to police reports. <laughs> the reports <laughs> of the incident began when an officer with a with the Magnapoda County Community College police approached Kaufman's parked vehicle and saw the man in the car with his pants down. Kaufman appeared to be looking at a cell phone in one hand. The police reported, I immediately became alarmed as I saw Kaufman with his pants down mid-thigh and he was exposed, showing fully erect nude penis. Oh, great. Kaufman was manipulating his genitals in a masturbatory manner. Oh, that's the other way to say it. Manipulating. Manipulating his genitals in a masturbatory manner. He was handling it with... Closed fist yeah, distraction blows. Closed fist <laughs> distraction blows. He was jerking his curtain. He was just taking his man to pound to Chief whack him off. Yeah, man. Uh, appeared to be <coughs> the, the, the officer said Kaufman didn't seem to notice the officer at first. But Kaufman was in the view of a nearby bicyclist and a preschool where children were playing outside. We confronted the officer and apologized for the act and said, oh, man, I fucked up. 
Yeah, you fucked up. This nigga just couldn't. He just had to pull over and say so he was watching something on his phone. So he's probably watching some porn. But you just it's the middle of the day. Somebody you sent it to him. Somebody sent it to him, and it popped up, and he started watching it, and got him arrested. He couldn't even goddamn. But still, he couldn't. He should look at his surroundings. You outside, go home. My nigga pulled up. He was on campus because the police, the yeah. school police, got him. Nasty. And you running? Somebody gonna use that as uh, as a uh, as a uh, uh, what they what they use that shit? Where they be like, people like you check over <laughs> smear campaign. Yeah, yeah. Or they'd be like, this was approved by such and such. Well, he dropped his whole campaign, so yeah. they ain't got to worry about he that. He better. Man. He dropped his draws, too. Yeah, he did. Nasty motherfucker. Nasty fucker. Ugh. He couldn't wait till you got home. Nah, he couldn't wait. Nasty. He could not wait. Uh, I got this one, man. Uh, hospital overcharged. It says, his family upset over $12,000 plus bill. After their son was nearly killed with an allegedly tainted IV bag. Oh, shit. So this happened in uh, Dallas, Dallas, Texas. An 18-year-old suffered a cardiac emergency after being given an, an alleged tainted IV bag received notice of a nearly $13,000 bill from Baylor Scott and White Surgical Care for their ordeal. Mm. It says Dr. He got fucked up and then they billed him for it? Yeah. After they did it, uh, Dr. Dan, I can't pronounce his last name because just too many letters. Uh, his 18-year-old grandson, Jack, was given a 50-50 chance of survival after he suffered a cardiac emergency during a routine outpatient surgery in August. Uh, as federal prosecutors say, Jack is one of 11 patients poisoned by an IV bag filled with dangerous drugs. The IV bag also, or the IV bags are also blamed for the death of a doctor at the facility. Jesus Christ! Um, I fucked up bad. Yeah, because according to a criminal complaint, anesthesiologist Dr. Ronaldo Ortiz purposely put heart-stopping medications into the IV bags that then were used by unsuspecting doctors. He did this shit on purpose. That's what it sounded like. He's super fecal. Uh. Video surveillance footage shows Ortiz putting the IV bag into a warm, into a warmer, and then cautiously looking around. So yeah, he did this shit on purpose. Sick motherfucker. Yeah, this is uh this is from Doctor Dan. It says Jack and his parents and the whole family are still recovering psychologically from this whole event. It says this month the family's insurance company was billed by Baylor Surgical Care for twelve thousand nine hundred three dollars. The insurance company sent notice of the claim to the family. And they say to have this heartless financial transaction that was blind to see what happened here. Uh, it was painful and I think irresponsible to handle business as usual yep. kind of attitude. That's, the, that's what the grandfather said. Yep. That's Jack's father told the news. He anticipated a bill like this could happen. He even tried to prevent it by writing an email just five days after his son's surgical surgery reading. Watch out, don't do that. Yeah, it says, please confirm that neither I or our insurer is going to receive a bill from the surgery center. I will be extremely displeased if I do. I recognize that sometimes billing is on autopilot, hence this email. Since Tuesday afternoon, an, an administrator for Baylor Scott and White emailed Jack's father saying the facility was waived 100% of 
has waived 100% of your son's bill. No payment is owed by you, your son, or an insurer for uh, services rendered at surgicare.northdallas. Yeah, and get ready to pony up that pocketbook and we're going to sell the shit out of y'all. Yeah. And he said, aside from the hurt and pain by this, I wish that Baylor were as efficient as assuring quality control with their patients as they are Our getting billing. out their bills. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it said, oh, then Dr. Ortiz pleaded not guilty to the charges of tampering with IV bags. He remains in custody awaiting trial. And he's allowed to continue practicing medicine. Right now? Mm-hmm. He's still he's still locked up. Yeah, he's still locked up, but no, that's because he hasn't. He's allowed to continue practicing medicine because he hasn't been found guilty, right? Innocent until proven guilty type of shit. But they don't. They're not fucking with pain. Let him out. That's crazy, man. Yeah, terrible. Uh, South Carolina man steals ashes of his ex girlfriend's mother and plans to sell them for heroin. <laughs> How you sell ashes? A South Carolina, South Carolina man, a South Carolina man, allegedly broke into his ex-girlfriend's home and stole her mother's cremated remains with the intentions to sell them for money to purchase heroin. The investigator said Jackson Rutland, 19, contacted his ex around 5.40 a.m. to inform her he had taken some of her mother's ashes. The ex was not home at the time. When When the woman returned home, she noticed that the back door had been kicked in and her home was ransacked. She oh. told the police her mother's remains had been tampered with and that some were spread on the floor. Oh, shit. Rutland had planned to sell the mother's ashes to pay for heroin. He was charged with destruction, desecration, and removal of human remains as well as burglary. Who the fuck was going to buy ashes, bro? I have no clue. That's what I was wondering. But that was that nigga's game plan. And so he must have had somebody that wanted some. Did he get the heroin? I hope, I hope so. <laughs> Shit. He went through that much trouble to desecrate somebody's remains. Yeah. And go sell it for some heroin. Some heroin. You, you, that's one-time use. Yeah. Hey, he, he needs it. Sick fuck. He said he's going uh, to divvy it out till he get everything he needs. Grandma's going to be all over the place. No. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I got, this is my last one. I got teacher kidnapper. Oh, shit. It says, a teacher charged with hiding missing California teen for nearly two years. Jesus Christ. Exactly. Uh, A California school teacher is facing charges after being accused of harboring a missing teenager in her home for nearly two years. Wow, she's this old. Holga Castillo Olivares. She better have something fire on her. 61. She's arrested Thursday following a months-long investigation into the inexplicable return of the 17-year-old to a Sacramento home area back in March. Uh, Michael Ramirez, he was then 15, was last seen leaving Rancho Cordova home, his Rancho Cordova home in May 18, 2020, and was officially a few was oh, officially reported missing a few weeks later. Sparking what authorities called an extensive search. And it says, uh, you think the worst, you think the absolute <coughs> worst, Katie Smith, one of the teen's legal guardians. She told the news that her fa- about her family's anguish. 
Uh, she said Michael fled home after a disagreement over house rules when he finally returned. This spring, she said he told her that he had gone to stay at home at the home of the, his former childhood girlfriend, whose mother is Olivares. Okay. Okay. That we felt robbed of all the time. What? We felt so robbed of all this time with him, Smith said. You can't just hide someone's kid and think that's okay. Well, he's 15, 16, shit. They should have been a family. So, Olivares was charged last week with one felony count of concealing a minor and one misdemeanor count of luring a child away from their parents without the parents' consent. A spokesperson for the Sacramento County District Attorney's Office was not able to say whether Olivares has an attorney. She was granted a pretrial release for from custody Monday in order to have a, a no contact with Michael or his guardians. God damn. Uh, they, 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 they confirmed her employment with the district and said that she has been placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of a district investigation. A district spokesperson declined to comment further on the matter. And that's it. Okay. Uh, How do you hide a motherfucker for two years? And he had to have been going to school. Well, no. Yeah. No. 2020, because, yeah, home, home uh, school learning, home learning. Daycare workers who use horror masks to scare children. I saw that. Charged with felony child abuse. I saw that. That shit was wrong. Five daycare workers have been charged with child abuse after a video of them scaring smart children with scary masks went viral. The incident occurred at Little Blessings Child Care and Learning Center in Hamilton, Mississippi. At least one set of parents signed felony child abuse affidavits on Wednesday, and on Thursday, a judge issued warrants on charges filed against five of the daycare workers mm. by multiple sets of parents on behalf of the children. Four of the workers even faced three counts of felony child abuse for their role in the incidents while one faces two charges of failure to report abuse and simple assault against a minor, both misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were goddamn running there scaring them goddamn babies like that. That's crazy, they man. They had a little bitty heart attack. They had the mask on. They were just standing over them and shit. The kids were like, hey, what's going on? So fucking, yeah. They were scare some kids. What kind of charges they get? Uh, felony charges. Oh, shit. Yeah. They some dumb. Two, three, four counts. Take that five minutes. Get them. Trying to go fucking viral. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I bet they did. It's goddamn poison. They went viral. Yeah, they went viral. went to county. <laughs> Damn. People do the most to get the most. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Honorary Fika was uh, Alec Baldwin. Huh? You know. The dude that. That yeah. shot that woman? Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't on purpose. No. This nigga's put a, you know, they still going through whatever they're going through with that. Yeah. This nigga put a picture up of her holding a camera and all this on his Instagram and all the captions said was one year later, dot, dot, dot. This nigga didn't put like, I'm so sorry for your family. No, uh, just one year later, dot, dot, dot. Read the room, nigga. Shit, like that alone. Yeah. Or just left it the fuck alone. Shit just left it alone. Oh, fucking idiot. Wouldn't have you a margarita? Yeah. yeah. Some fajitas. 
All of that. And left it alone. What the fuck? You don't need that. Mm. No. But hey, I mean, you don't know how he's feeling about it either because he he's the one that did it. He should have conveyed that one. Yeah. He should have. Not just one year later, dot, dot, dot. That means anything. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if he'd have put out a heartfelt, yeah. so sorry, you know. It's still eating me away. It's still eating me away that this yeah. terrible accident happened and yeah. at my hands. And nigga, but one year, dot, dot, dot. Shit, that nigga. He killed her and kept serving motherfucker to the end of shift. <laughs> that be said, I think we're done. Yes, we are. This is another episode under the influence. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, all that good shit. Follow, email. There it goes. And y'all gonna be seeing more of us, so don't worry. We go back up. <laughs> y'all have a good one now. Have a good night. Good day, evening, whatever you're watching this. <laughs> <laughs>